care who knows. I'm shooting hoops to the Super Bowl. We like sports, so we don't care who knows. Football, 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 tennis, hockey. It's the Almost Sports Show with Jason Dick and C.J. Morgan. Absolutely the most legitimate sports talk program on 1027 ESPN. Join the conversation at 512-834-1027. Now here are Jason and C.J. A happy Friday to all of my Almost Sports Talkers out there. What's up, man? I promise. I promise. I'm not already checked out, man. Hi, I'm Jason Dick. That's my guy, CJ Morgan. What's up, buddy? Aren't you happy that it's uh, Friday instead of Saturday? Because then your weekend uh, would be closer to being over. Because on Wednesday, no. you thought it was Thursday, but it was actually Wednesday, but it felt like a Monday. You know, I appreciate your glass half full energy, CJ, about, yeah, I did mistake. I spent all of Wednesday morning thinking it was Thursday, and then you guys had to tell me, actually, it's only Wednesday. But somehow you you viewed that as I, I gained an extra you day. You got an extra day. Yeah. Like, there's a predetermined date, I'm sure. You'll that, be happy. You'll thank me on Sunday. There's, there's, After <laughs> football's over and you're going to bed and have to wake up at 4 in the morning, I, you'll I, know what you'll I'll, go. I don't know if I'm going to thank you. I, I'm Wait, you'll sure. thank me Saturday when it's not Sunday? No. I, none of this seems correct to me. I would thank you. See, I, if there's a predetermined day that I'm going to die... Then, which probably, uh, the script of our lives have all been written already, right? It's, it's, uh, somebody knows what's going on up there. It's a play in the world is yeah, stage. Yeah, and, and if you look at it from that scale, I had X number of days left, but actually, uh, as of that moment when you told me on Wednesday, I had X plus one because, yeah, I had already counted out a day. But for all other purposes, no, I would rather it be Saturday right now. Okay. okay. I know, but right. but no, I'm I'm not... I'm good, man. I'm good. You're, and you're, you're two hours away from the weekend, man. Yeah, that's it. So yeah, you're good. That's it. In an hour and 58 minutes, actually. Let's go, man. You're invited to the party. 512-834-1027. Uh, of course, we will address all of the pressing sports matters of the day on this program. But is there anything more important, CJ, than... It's raining. It's going to rain and cancel my pickleball tonight. What is going what, on here, man? What kind of Philistine Luddites <laughs> are running that place? You don't have an indoor pickleball court? You know what? Get at me, pickleballers of Austin, Central Texas. I've heard. I've heard of the myth, the legend of indoor pickleball. I've never played. I've also, uh, Nick looked it up for me this morning. We figured out that I became addicted to pickleball in early April. I've okay. only been in the pickleball game less than a year. That's very less short. than seven it's, months. Yeah. Uh, it seems like it seems like I've dedicated my whole life to it. Uh, and yeah, uh, I, it, this is the first time that the weather is going to that, that I'm going to be rained out on pickleball. Uh, is that is it just rain doesn't happen anymore? Global warming, whatever is, is the 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 weather gods been smiling down upon me? But yeah, I gotta say I'm real bummed about it. I'm real bummed. That was my Friday night. Now it's gone. This is my. This is my. Fr- okay, we don't have to talk about my my pickleball adventures. Let's talk about baseball, right? The World Series, Astros three to two. They win Game Five. They take a three games to two lead in the World Series, uh, thanks to uh, in part terrific defense on the Astros. Incredible. Fly ball right center field. McCormick on the move. He's at the track. He's at the wall. Makes the grab. Taz McCormick. Two gone in the ninth. This is the level of baseball analysis I'm capable of today, CJ. What kind of name is Chaz? What are we doing here, man? You don't like a Chaz, usually. 
Yeah. It's, it's like Chad, but electrified. He's literally the villain. That's Billy Zapka's character in Back to School. He's the bad guy. All yeah. right. You know the bad guy from Karate Kid? It was yeah, also yeah, the no, bad guy in Back Chaz to School. Chaz is not a guy you want to hate. That's Chaz, the only Chaz that I Chaz know of. Chaz bullies you and, yeah. and, you know. But apparently Chaz plays center field for the Astros. C-H-A-S. To me, that's Chaz. Chaz. It's better with a Z. Yeah. I'll say that. But incredible catch, ninth inning last night. Yeah, I watched that live. Had he not caught that or dropped it after hitting the wall, that... that, A a double at least, maybe a triple, and then, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, All kinds of... uh, All all kinds of things could go wrong for the Astros. Uh, I believe... That I, did I see you uh, tweet about this game? You were in. Yeah, right? You yeah. were in for the for the long haul for this I, one? I, I watched. I couldn't turn it off, surprisingly. Um, it was fun. to. It was a low-scoring game, but it was yeah. fun to watch. Like, dudes were getting on base. There were a bunch of incredible defensive plays. And then the Astros made what I would call a questionable pitching dish- decision, um, bringing in Abreu early mm-hmm. and taking him out before I would have taken him out, the relief pitcher after him. Uh, almost cost him the game, but then they they closed it out with that what with that incredible defensive play. But then another one um, defensive where, replacement at first. Uh, yeah, yeah, Trey Mancini. Yeah, because uh, yeah. Guriel hit his head. It made a bonehead move yeah. trying to uh, run for home and got got caught up and yeah. tagged out, but hit his head, so he was out. Speaking of bonehead moves, what's going on with that hair? Guriel, all right? We're still doing the... Aren't you, aren't you a 38-year-old man? You can't have that 22-year-old uh, look at me with the fun guy hair. Sorry, I don't want to get into grown man's hair decisions. It was a little goofy, especially Fine. when he was pouting Fine. on the side of the... Yeah. When he was in the dugout, and he looked like... You know, I don't know if he was hurt or if he was pouting, but he clearly had some stress on his face, but then it's just goof-ass hair <laughs> doing that. Uh but it was it was it was incredible yeah. to watch. I I thoroughly enjoyed it. High um, intensity game. Uh, Justin Verlander finally gets a win. He gets so, that W. Uh, yeah. yeah, life is good there. And man, he recovered well too. Uh, yeah, uh, probably. Schwarber hit a home run, and then he <laughs> first inning. Yeah, yeah, I'm just like, oh no, oh really? Um, yeah, didn't appear to have his best stuff, but uh, was uh, was good enough. I believe the Astros are up two to one when he exited the game after five, and they hold on for the three to two victory. I don't know where it flipped for me, CJ. I don't know how or when. I, I, I used to be a full-on baseball guy, and I'm not, you know, you just said a three-to-two game, like it's a low-scoring game. I'm not like somebody who needs chicks dig the long ball, a bunch of, bunch of home runs and stuff like that. But I got to say, I don't want to I, – I, normally I'm the old guy, get off my lawn. Now I'm going to go uh, – um, uh, short attention span millennial. A four-hour baseball game? Yeah. No, no I, you got hey. to shave it down for me a little bit, man. So okay. early, early on, I was flipping back and forth between baseball and football, yeah. and then just got kind of trapped watching the Astros. It's the football that's ruined me. Ruined me, And it's not, it's, not, it's not just the football. It's watching 11 games at a time on a Saturday or a Sunday afternoon that now when I'm just watching one baseball game, I'm like, oh, my God, get on with it. Uh, even when it is my team, uh, the Astros, and, uh, and you know it's high intensity moments in the closing innings of the World Series, I gotta say that I was a little bit like, all right, maybe it's just my bedtime is crawling up. <laughs> that you know, too. You know, uh, we did I'm, have a t- I'm straight back to an old man now. I, my bedtime, guys. That's 11 p.m. Can we get this over with? We did have a tweet earlier in the week from a listener that oh, you no. you complained about the way some sporting thing went, and then they said. <laughs> 
This is BS. Jason's being a hypocrite because we all know he wants to go to bed early. I completely forget. Look, I if I wasn't talking out of both sides of my mouth at all times, what kind of a sports talk host would I be? Exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I also never go to bed before midnight, but that's the thing. Is like I need a good seventy-five minutes of just doing nothing yeah. before. So like whatever time the final out was, eleven oh four p.m. something like that. You're starting the clock right then. That's the seventy-five minute of doing nothing clock. Uh, but um, it's tremendous news for the Astros, who have reclaimed the home field advantage. They're up three games to two. Uh, they're coming home. They just got to win one of the two in Houston, Saturday, Sunday night uh, at Minute Maid, and you are going to be World Series champions again. And everybody's going to love you, right? Everybody's going to stop being mad about Don't the forget about the trash, the cans. trash can banging, and all of that stuff. I guess that's not going to happen, huh? People are not going to love you. People are not going to forget about that. At this point, I, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to jinx any. It's going to happen, right? The Astros are going to win the World Series. I think so. Yeah, knock on wood. Man. You know, I was. It's nice uh, watching a, an exciting ma- a game when your team's not in it because then you lose all and there's no betting implications. Then you just kind of lose all. All the stress. That's nice to you? Yeah, it's because it, it makes it... I, I'm not stressed out. I'm just oh. enjoying watching it. God, we really are like a yin and yang because I will bet... In some things, I yeah. will bet on games that I don't care about or have, to no, make it have no lean on because I'm like, I won't watch this game. I won't care about this game unless I got unless I got something going on here. But man, you just got the, you got the love of sport in your heart, CJ. That's Thank, you. Be- Thank you. That's a beautiful thing that you, you have. That's gone. why fantasy ruined football because now every game matters. <laughs> oh, man. Did you know... We're playing. We're playing fantasy against each other. Oh, cool! Good for you. <laughs> what? What? My five game slide and didn't really do much last you're, you're night. You're so. due. You're you're due. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The, am the, I? The ESPN app uh, predictor thing says I'm fifty three percent to win. Good. I had Jalen Hurts. All right, he didn't have a great game, but he had a good game, and I I thought I, things were going to be all right. But yeah, I'm still only fifty three percent to beat you. Well, you guys digging this? No, CJ and I discussing our own, our our private personal fantasy, fantasy. football. Hey, let's tell stories about us drinking and uh, partying. Those, our own individual those, ones. Those are the days. <laughs> those are good. I got some good ones of those. Uh, here, you know what the people dig is baseball. The uh, World Series Game Four no hitter ish. That was Wednesday night's game. Uh, was the? <laughs> I feel like this story came from our sales department. It's the most watched game four of the World Series since 2019. <laughs> so as long as you put enough qualifiers on there, you're a winner. <laughs> you're number one, baby. Somehow, uh, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, game uh, game four, no hitter. Combined no hitter. Astros win five nothing. Uh, was watched by 11.8 million people. That's up nine percent. From uh, last year's Atlanta 3-2 victory over the Astros. Hang on. Atlanta, that's your team, right? The Braves. The Braves were in the World Series a year yeah, ago? Yeah, they, they played your Astros, as a matter of no. fact. I don't know if you know that. No. Yeah. Who won Who won the World Series? Atlanta Braves. The Braves still, won the World Series? They're still World Series you, champs you only for a couple a, more days. You only got a day or so of being yeah, the celebrate. reigning champion. Okay. Uh, yeah, up 23% from Tampa's victory over the Dodgers in 2020. Um, I don't know. Is baseball is baseball back? Here, if you want some perspective, 11.8 million viewers for World Series Game 4, the highest since 2019. Thursday night football, which we all regard as the worst game of the week. It's not even Routinely. on TV. Okay, you got to get Amazon Prime Video. It's streaming. Is averaging 10.8 million. 
So it's at the average of Thursday night football uh, is 11 million. It's, it's basically comparable to a World Series game four. So what am I saying here? Football's the best. People like football. Correct. They don't care about. It. Let's never talk about baseball again, huh? Well, we have to. Let's the never Astros talk are about in it. it. Oh right, right. Okay, right. the Astros are in it. Anybody going? Anybody going to the game? Uh, I might go look at Emily's brick. <laughs> like I, I know her. That's a weird thing to say with no contact. Oh yeah, uh, good point. Uh, our, our our coworker, our our mutual yeah. stepdaughter, has a brick at. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I keep wanting to say Minute Maid, but it's... It's Minute Maid. Is it Minute Maid? That's what right. it's called. What it, do used, I call it? it used to be called Enron, but okay. it turns out those those were bad guys. Yeah, they didn't have a lot of... Bad guy. Um, Enron. Anyhow, yeah. Want to go, go see the brick. She, uh, when they were uh, building it, it was at the same time that Emily was being born. And so, yeah, her parents bought her a brick out on the... I guess in the... The, the, side, the walkway? Yeah, or something yeah. like that. She's got a brick with her name on it. I, I don't, can't remember. Has she never seen it or she just doesn't know? She, I ask her where and she's like, I don't know. It's at the stadium somewhere. Go find it. Got a brick. Yeah. Go look at Emily's brick. You don't have to pay for those. You just wait till you're, the city's done pouring concrete. Do you ever do that? Area. Oh, yeah, do that? Oh, really? You yeah. seem like the type who's got... Uh, all the streets of Amarillo have been marked by CJ with the writing in the, the wet cement. Yep. Not yep. saying that I'm above it. I just don't. I never found myself. Uh, I was smart enough not to write my own name, though. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I'd just do other weird stuff. Uh-huh. So Spencer was here. <laughs> yeah, take that. Get his cement around around his house. Uh, all right, off to a good start. What do you think? Five one two eight three four one zero two seven. Let's talk some football. Longhorn football. It's uh, Jason CJ. Almost sports. Back in just a moment. The Almost Sports Show with Jason and CJ on one zero two seven ESPN. Five one two eight three four one zero two seven is the phone number, or you can tweet at us at Almost ESPN Radio. We are thirty-ish hours away from Texas, uh, coming off a of bye week, traveling to beautiful Manhattan, Kansas. Why did I have to say it like that? I'm sure it's fine up there. Uh, yeah, I uh, guess yeah, so, man. Yeah. I don't Texas, know. Texas, Kansas State tomorrow, six o'clock. Uh, Texas, a two and a half point favorite. Still seems weird. That they're a favorite. I don't. They are playing a team with a better record, uh, are ranked higher. uh, Texas is on the road in a place where they have historically struggled, uh, but they are a favorite. I I guess uh, Kansas State's quarterback situation still in doubt. Uh, Adrian Martinez uh, has been a full participant. Well, does he? They have not said. uh, They are not saying necessarily who. Uh, we'll start at quarterback. In fact, uh, head coach Chris, uh, Chris Kleiman says that the team will find out on Saturday who will be the quarterback. It was Will Howard who replaced Martinez uh, against TCU. They lost that game, but uh, he looked pretty uh, pretty damn perfect. K-State beat Oklahoma State 48 to nothing a week ago. Uh, they're not telling who the starter is. Sark ah, says, just like Sarks. Yeah. We need to send Ed to he crack kn- this case. He knows this game. Uh, Sark said uh, that they are uh, prepared for both quarterbacks. Probably doesn't make a difference. Uh, look, here's the, the, the deal. on, And this is why Texas is favored, okay? Their players are considerably better than Kansas State's players. All right? They just don't put it together well. If Texas shows up motivated to play, and executes, I'm going to say even just adequately, they will beat Kansas State, and they will beat the, all of the teams, I would say this year, in the Big 12. The problem is, Texas is very, how can I say this? In a, how can I say this in a glass half full kind of way? <laughs> Texas is the best 
at not meeting their potential, not doing that, not coming uh, ready to play. And so that's why uh, this game is sort of a, a total toss-up. I, If you made me pick, I will take Texas and, and lay the two and a half, CJ. Uh, but what do you – do you have a lean on this game? Do you, do you have a, a feel? I mean, I've told you I'm not – I've given up. Don't give up, I mean, man. Uh, Don't give I up. I think Kansas it gets better. State wins. You think? Are you serious? Is I don't it, want them to, but I mean, I just hmm. I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, you know they poor looked bad against Iowa State. Looked rough against uh, the Meat Meat Roadrunners for a half. Yeah, um, uh, bad against Tech. Bad against. Uh, Oklahoma State. It's Very just... bad in the second half versus Oklahoma State. You know what? The bye week, I'm sure it was good for the for the team. It at, should be. At hopefully. a players-only meeting. But uh, it, w- it was good for me. I'll tell you that much. Because, yeah, normally I, w- I was shocked, baffled by the way that they played in the second half. Texas did versus Oklahoma State. And had that been last Saturday, I would definitely be saying, ah, there's no way. Texas can't do it. They're going to go to K-State win? No way. But I'm I I've got a, the memory of a goldfish. I'm 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 removed. That game is off of Good. my. Okay. It's it's uh it's it's xed out, and so now I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Texas should win. Texas should win this game. Sure. They should. <laughs> they can. It's all possible. Is that all? Is that all we got? That's my analysis of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They can. It's it's possible. Listen. Look, they can still make the Big Twelve championship. That's why, look, every time, I've, I've said this a bunch of times, when the stakes are high, games that who, I, they, they have decided matter, Alabama and Oklahoma, they, they have, show up. those have been their best games. And if, if Sark is, is worth it, if he's worth his weight in Sark bucks, uh, um, he's conveyed to this team that, hey, all of them matter from now on because you can still make the Big 12 championship. You can make the, you know, you can win the Big 12. Get into a good bowl game. You can, there's a, what did I say yesterday? Uh, 538, those nerds over at 538, the computer model says there's a 6% chance they can make the college football playoffs, CJ. Yeah, if every team loses three of their next five games. <laughs> no, not everyone. Just Everyone. The, just a bunch Except of Texas. Just a bunch of the teams need to lose two or three. I, I should go through and figure out exactly what permutation iteration of reality has to take place where they where where that six percent comes to fruition because that that doesn't seem that doesn't seem correct but no it is it is a, without a doubt a real thing that if Texas wins the rest of their games they're very likely going to be in the Big Twelve. They're in a good position right now coming off the bye week a I bad loss I think that I call it a good position but better than before. Um, as far as three lost teams go, you know, particularly, you know, Texas and three lost teams to start November, like oftentimes, yeah, your season and everything that you wanted from it could be, would, could have just been, it's over. We're not doing that. But no, because of the, I'm going to say, um, deep but not top heavy Big 12 this year, uh, they have three losses, but they can still win the Big 12. Unfortunately, they're in the hardest part of their schedule. And mm. a lot of these games are on the mm. road. Mm-hmm. I was just going to ask: Do I sound like a fool? Do I sound with with, with this Texas can still win the Big Twelve? Yeah, thing? I, don't I, think it's I possible. sound foolish a little. Oh man, you guys are supposed to tell me when I sound foolish. I don't want to be pessimistic, but it's just <laughs> don't? you. You've seen a, a team underperform. You've seen some questionable play, some questionable coaching, and then you've also seen a running back. And yes. 
unlike a lot of people, like we, we should have given Roshan and Bijan the ball more. They did try to establish the running game in the second half, and it wasn't happening. Unfortunately, they never went back to it to try to reestablish the running game, and it just doomed them. But that dude, both of those dudes should be running the ball a lot more. You have two very think, capable, very good running yeah. backs that should be touching the ball a lot more. Offensive line wore down, uh, CJ. I know, young, and, uh, rough, right, right, but patchwork that's, uh, offensive line. That's I'm, a big this part is, of it. This is, I'm setting a goal for myself. I'm going to allow optimistic Jason to defeat all of your pessimism. Uh, bye week, okay? Everybody's healthy, and the, sure. uh, the energy bar is back totally full. I hope okay? so. They found a health pack. They ate the health pack. Do you eat the health pack and, when you find it? And listen, I, I know the offensive line is, again, young and experienced. It's, it's a lot of patchwork of people moved around and, and, and whatnot. But mm-hmm. it's, yes, it was a tiring offensive line against one of the worst defenses in the Big 12. So it's not, it's kind of a wash. You know that they made OSU's defense look good, and going yeah. into it, what are that, you talking about? Going into that game, they the, just held K State to forty-eight points. I know, <laughs> but they they going into that game, two of the big talking points for in Texas's favor was OSU has a very spotty defense, and uh, the quarterback has a bum shoulder. Well, guess what? You can still run the ball mm-hmm. as a quarterback with a bum shoulder mm-hmm. just fine, apparently, and and pass it on third and six. They yeah. they did plenty of. Maybe just guard that guy right with the, the sticks. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm going to say the bye week. The offensive line is recharged. Everything's going to be fine. We're going to we're going to run all over them, CJ, except for when we want to pass all over them. Eh? We're we're at the toughest part of our schedule now. They're the toughest part of their schedule. You, thank you. That's that's positive. You did bring up an uh, interesting thing. I was talking to this to some rando in Target of all places. <laughs> um, what about uh, about Quinn? And just how the difference of Iowa State and um, uh, Oklahoma State, just was he hurt? Was there something off? Because he was very bad at, and it wasn't just, occasionally there was some miscommunication, that was obvious, but just the weird overthrows and the things yeah. that we didn't see him do against Oklahoma and in a couple of other games. So there was there was the question of like, was he actually hurt? Is there something wrong? Is it mental? Is he just not as good as we thought? So this is a chance to where if he was, if there was a lingering thing, maybe that's been fixed or work on. I, I yeah, don't know. I didn't. I I think I said after Oklahoma State that uh, either he is hurt or he. I I probably said he's bad, which is not fair. He's not elite. He's not as good as we thought. What is that? What you just said that that makes more sense. Uh, that one of those has to be true, that he was hurt or he's just not as good as we have given him credit for. But it was I, night and day. Like, he was missing open receivers on good plays I mean, yeah. horribly. The the difference between, I mean, you said Iowa State, but the difference between OU and Oklahoma State, the Quinn Ewers that we saw, I mean, you would, if if you didn't see that majestic mullet flopping around behind, you would say that's two different players. That's not even the same guy. Yes. Uh, and... But I, I didn't, what I was trying to get at is perhaps factor in, is it a mental sort of issue? What, did he fold under the adversity of uh, scary Stillwater, Oklahoma See, crowd that, there? That, but that's the other thing is they've talked about how he's just kind of 
stone cold. Like it, yeah. things don't seem to phase him. Is he's, that, I, I is know that he's supposed to be or? a cool customer. I mean, the <laughs> fact is he's he's still only played what like five or six college football games ever. Yeah. Uh, so I think Sark has sort of leaned on that a lot, not necessarily to say that he was spooked against Oklahoma State, but that this is a mentality sort of thing. Sark referenced in his press conference yesterday how he did you know he played quarterback back in the day, Steve Sarkeesian? How he was once booed off the field and then he came back the next week and got his mind right and threw four touchdown passes. And so he's been in Quinn's ear about that all week. And and hopefully hopefully like this. Just like the Quinn, Phillies do. Quinn, you're the best, buddy. You're the best. You <laughs> Is he giving him a kiss? He blows him a kiss in his you ear. Remember Tom Herman used to kiss all the players? That's weird. Uh, uh, <laughs> never mind. Tom Herman, he did a couple years with the Chicago Bears. I guess just one. He's only been gone for a year. Do you think he kissed the professional football players? Did Why he not? Kiss them? He's doing broadcast stuff now. Does he, does he kiss all the people on the production team? He's old school. That's what guys do. They kiss. I don't know, I don't know about that. Uh, no, look, the bye week came at the perfect time for Quinn Ewers, everybody to get healthy, Quinn Ewers to get his mind right, and things are going to be fine, CJ. We are going to the Big 12 championship. I will hear no other. I will hear the, the defense rests, Your Honor. Okay. Okay. Uh, what do you think? 512-834-1027. Matt, if you hold on, we'll talk to you in just a moment. It's Almost Sports. Jason and CJ back in a minute. The Almost Sports Show with Jason and CJ on 1027 ESPN. CJ, let's operate strategically for once in our lives. For, for two days, we've been teasing that you have hot soccer gossip. And what's the other thing? Oh, the, you have coworker beef. From your win in our costume contest, right? Yes, anger, yeah. anger, anger, and, and then, all these different things. And the the hot soccer goss is no longer goss because oh. I discovered it last weekend uh-huh. reading reading like threads on tweets and blah blah blah. But now it's been reported in the news, oh, so it's see, not. This as is what I'm saying. We missed instant. it. I know we missed it. So well, I mean, we, we keep running out of time. I was gonna say let, let's today. Let's get to that. We're gonna do it. We, we're gonna do it in the first hour. We let's have to get to hour, it today. Hour number one. And that way, when we miss it, we can put it in. <laughs> I got breaking two. news that's a week late. <laughs> uh, so, so that's coming up in a moment. Week late breaking news. Uh, but first, uh, you're always invited to join 512 834 1027. It is Matt. You're on ESPN Radio. What's up, Matt? Uh, no, I just, hey guys, thanks for taking my call. But I just wanted to jump on the conversation and agree with what uh, CJ was saying about how. You know, uh, we went away from the run. You know, they were stuffing us, you know, when we did attempt it, but we never went back to it. You know, me and my dad had a big argument about that because he said the same thing. Mm-hmm. And um, I have a – before you let me go, um, I have a Mary F. Kill, just a, kind of a nightmare. Oh, thank oh, you. Baker, yes. Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield uh, Jared Goff, and David Carr. You guys have a great weekend. <laughs> thank <laughs> thank you. We forgot about that bit, but it's good. All right. Yeah. Thank you very much, man. Hang on. Am uh, I, uh, have I developed a habit of cutting people off? Matt said it seemed like he was on a – No, I got an itchy trigger finger He did good. I do um, like to turn the collars I like on. how uh, sports callers are ve- like trained by years of the radio host to be yeah. like very fast. Love you. Love the show. Here's my point. I got to go. Bye. No, him. that's good. That's good. Yeah. We, yeah. Should, we could learn something from the, from the callers. Uh, he said Baker Mayfield – Jared Goff, David Carr, and, and Jared Goff. So hang on, are we playing the Florida Man Kyle Memorial Mary F. Kill version? Uh, because if so, uh, do you mean Derek Carr? David Carr is he's yes, dead. yeah. I think you meant Derek Carr. Okay. Maybe I said David. Uh, no, I, he said he said David Carr. 
Uh, which here we'll play both versions. Um, but no, no. <laughs> so, uh, Mary F. Kill the the Florida man Kyle version is basically uh, Mary is the quarterback you want for the next ten years. Uh, F is like I just need to win one game. I just need to win this Sunday. And Kill is obviously I this player is so bad I will commit murder and end them. Uh, so <laughs> Baker Mayfield, Jared Goff. Let's say they say Derek Carr. I'm going to marry Derek Carr. That is a nightmare version. You're right. Good call. Good job, Matt. I'm going to... Derek Carr, you want for the next 10 years? Why not, man? I guess. Whatever. Uh... It's him or Goff because I'm killing Baker Mayfield. I will, <laughs> well, not, hang on. I will Why... not forgive his transgressions against the University of Texas anytime soon. Because of his horns downing? Just he's, he's got fire and passion, man. All right, the horns passed on him. You know who else has fire and passion? Oh no, Joe Burrow. <laughs> oh, you know who I hated, I but now I like, like because Kanye or Ky- Kyrie Irving. I was like, please yeah, don't. Yeah, dude, don't read it. Uh, stay <laughs> off Twitter for those two. It is <laughs> frightening. Yeah, what people are openly saying uh, on the internet. Uh, um. So hang on, you're you're gonna marry Derek Carr? Sure. Does that mean? And then you're gonna f Jared Goff and and kill. Man, that's kind of dumb because I got to think about it in football. I think if I want someone I, to win a game, it's going to be Baker Mayfield. I feel like he still has that fire and intensity. He's just been with crap teams. Um, mm. Jared Goff is younger and went to the Super Bowl, so I guess I'll marry him and I'll kill Derek Carr just because I feel bad for him and he, okay. wants, he wants it. No, He needs to die. He, he, he would thank me. I'm going to process of elimination this, and I don't know if that's going to get me to the right answer. I'm going to kill Jared Goff, all right? Because okay. I know what Jared Goff is. I know he's no good, all right? He's, he's you know, statistically been decent this year. He's not a terrible fantasy play, but that's because the Lions are always down by 20, <laughs> so they're constantly having to come back. But I know what I got with Jared Goff, so you can't do it. You're dead. If I just need to win one game, right now, the best quarterback is Derek Carr. I'm going to F Derek Carr. And I'm going to marry Baker Mayfield. Because it's, po- it's totally possible. That he can turn it around. It's totally possible that we just haven't given him a fair shake yet. And he hasn't, he hasn't been on a good I mean, team. Wasn't he the rookie of the year? Didn't he? With his first year, he was the number one overall draft pick, which I thought was bonkers. And now, looking back, obviously, that was the Josh Allen draft. You would have rather had him. Uh, but... He was good as a rookie, and then he was—he's been hurt. He's been on a, a you know patch together, to patchwork uh, offensive uh, team there with with Cleveland for a while. He can't stay healthy. Ba- Baker Mayfield, if you give him a fair shot, look, I'm only marrying him because of process of elimination. Man, that would be if you had to commit to him for ten years as well. That's a tough one. That's the, that's a good one, Matt. That's a good one. Nightmare okay. situation yeah. completely derailed us in the best way possible. We appreciate the uh, the input uh, at almost ESPN Radio on Twitter. If you want to weigh in there, a uh, couple tweets coming in. Um, never mind, I can't read that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> is that one of those tweets you said? Don't read what yeah, the people are yeah, saying. Yeah, on don't the... read and never mind. Oh, that no. was that was a terrible idea. No, that's <laughs> good. Right. If our if our replies are if our mentions are starting to get uh, toxic and unairable, that's how you know we made it, man. Exactly. That, yeah, I'm, I'm down for that. Uh, go, silver, silver lining. Uh, silver lining. This. How about them Houston Texans, CJ? I know you were dialed in on the baseball. Did you fire was, up the uh, Amazon Prime Video? A little bit. Yeah, it was uh, 14 all at half. Yeah, and I was 
I got my, my running back had already had a touchdown, so I was like, oh, that means he'll have more. He did not. That's who you're playing against me is Miles Sanders. And is that right? I also How because of bye week stuff, I had to start. It's a tough one uh, out there. I had to start uh, not AJ Brown. Um, who else? Who do I have? Oh, I know who it is. Is it Devonta you got the, Smith? No, or, you, you or, got the uh, number two guy for the Titans, right? No, 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 no. I have uh, I have an uh, Eagles receiver. The, oh, you start. Oh, last night you started Devonte Smith. Yeah, 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 it was okay. That's correct. That's correct. Um, yeah. I uh, full full disclosure uh, was recording the game and watching fast forward mode because I was you'll never believe it, CJ. You got a lot of stuff to playing do. pickleball last night, oh, <laughs> and oh. so I get a message at I don't know eight something uh, from just a listener who said, "Are you the only guy in the world who picked the Texans to upset the Eagles?" And I was like, "Hold on, what do you mean? I don't what, think, what happened? I don't think I did that. I don't think I ever did that. I think." Maybe yesterday when I was trying to talk up the, they should pick the, you know, the question we did yesterday. I was saying how the, this game is more important. Uh, so maybe I was talking the Texans up in that regard. But I did for, I was like, I got to rush home. Are the Texans about to upset the Eagles? And, and no, nah, not really. Not really. Yeah, yeah. But it, they did, I think, have the lead. Say, was it 7 0? And at one point, 14 7, the Texans were up. It was tied at halftime. Look, the Texans are. A team that exists in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> I like to, uh, I've been one who likes to bust on the Houston Texans uh, from time to time. That well, is, remember that when is they, true. Remember when um, they, when the Houston Texas, Texans returned, didn't return, when Houston got a team in the NFL, when the Texans yeah. were introduced, their their whole identity was to bust on the Cowboys. Yeah, real right. And then they beat us in a preseason game I and remember. it was like, yeah, this is the rivalry. And it's like, nah, dude, it's not. You're in the AFC and you're... Can you look this up? Because if it's true, I'm going to seek professional help. Was the score of that preseason game 20 to 10? If I remember the score of a preseason game from the Cowboys and Texans 12 years ago, I need to seek professional that help. Is, please don't be please don't be 20 that is to 10. frustrating. Uh, um, well, TBD, I got okay. there's a lot I have to dig through. Research the get on that. Uh, yeah, so I've been one to bust on the Texans from time to time, but I'll tell you after watching them last night against the Eagles, I don't know, maybe the answer is more the Eagles aren't as good as they're 8 no for the first time in franchise history. So again, what I've what I've routinely brought up is they will have multiple games, they'll have one quarter where they score 17 points and then the other three quarters it's 3 or 7 or 0. Mm-hmm. If you look at the box score, that's just the like, Eagles. The Eagles, correct. So now, is that are they usually <laughs> scoring zero in the fourth quarter because they're already up by three touchdowns? I, yeah, I but if know. they're such a know. run heavy team, yeah. then yeah. usually that would. Uh, watching them last night, I was like, these Houston Texans are competent, competitive. They are what is it now? One five and one, one six and one. Uh, Nick this morning called them the best one loss team in the NFL. It's them or the Lions. I think some people actually still find the Lions kind of kind of sexy, uh, but no, they play. You know what? It's 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 probably Texans fans. Are you feeling this? It's probably an annoying spot to be in. Like Davis Mills is just good enough that it would fi- it would feel silly to to write him off right now. Like it, it would feel wrong to draft a quarterback in the first year next in the first round next year. Uh, but it's, but that's probably the right thing because you're just going to be stuck in the bottom third of the of the of the league because his ceiling is probably being the twentieth best quarterback, Davis Mills. But he's hot. He's all right. <laughs> Y'all are all all right. No, no. I don't know. 
I'm sorry, yeah, CJ scrolling Flame. through preseason records from 2006. Well, yeah, because I didn't realize the Houston Texans go back to 2004, 2003. Is that 2002. true? 2002. 2002 is their first year. I, I Y'all didn't been re- in the game 20 years, Texans fans? Uh, here we go. Okay. Uh, no Moment preseason game against the Cowboys. First game, 19 to 10. So you're okay. It was 19 to 10, yeah. not 20 to 10. Correct. And it wasn't preseason. So you it are. It was a regular season game? Regular first game of the was year. The, the Texans' first game in their existence? First Reliant real Stadium. Game? I kind of remember that. And they beat the Cowboys. To, yep. And then they went on to lose five in a row. <laughs> 2002, uh, though, I have no... Who was the Cowboy? Was that a Quincy Carter team? Uh, probably. That's it a, definitely wasn't a, a, wasn't a Romo What a year. relief. What a relief. I thought I was going to have to see But it turns out you're... Because I was off by one point. That was, correct. That's good. Uh, okay, hot soccer gossip from several days ago. It was a Quincy <laughs> Carter, Chad Hutchins. Oh, oh, God. Uh, guess who uh, one of the running backs on the uh, were, though? For the uh, Cowboys yeah. in 2002? Yeah. Emmett Smith. Yeah, Emmett Smith was on the <laughs> roster. <laughs> uh, I remember that because I think that would have been the year that I first started playing fantasy football. Flozell Adams, I Antonio Bryant, Jolie Galloway on the team. Dante Culpepper in the first round. And then uh, Emmett Smith in the second round. I was like, he's going to reclaim g- glory now. Is on the Cardinals before you knew it. Okay, hot soccer gossip coming up on the other side of this break. Now back to Almost Sports with Jason and CJ on 1027 ESPN. That is an awfully handsome hole you have there, CJ. Thank you. My heroin hole's healing. (laughs) Uh, Okay, ready yourself for some hot soccer talk uh, before we get to the the big gossip. Uh, CJ, did the FIFA... the, The FIFA... That's how you know they're a real soccer authority. If, the FIFAs. If you call it the FIFA. Uh, did FIFA just Laura Ingram style tell the World Cuppers to shut up and dribble? Yeah, uh, pretty much. It's your job. FIFA President Gianni Infantino and Secretary General Fatma Samura, which are soccer executives and not like international criminals. Probably both. I don't know. Gianni Infantino. That sounds like the name of I like, mean, FIFA like a is, Bond villain, right? It's ripe with uh, corruption. Fraud. I mean, 2015 yeah. was a massive year of many people getting arrested and wiretaps and e. Interpol. And- e. Well, uh, Gianni and Fatma uh, sent a letter to the 32 nations preparing for the World Cup uh, saying, leave the politics out of it, man. Do you know leave why? Because the they're getting pressured from Qatar because everyone's like, hey, uh, you pulled you pulled this. So. I'm going to half-ass this here, Okay, so forgive me, but they pulled this massive scam by bringing in a bunch of, like, Southeast Asian and uh, African uh, migrants, not migrants necessarily, but uh, laborers, workers, Right. saying, hey, come, uh, we got a job for you, come here and, and work. And then those people essentially came there and worked and then weren't allowed to leave. They pretty much became indentured servants. Like there's a so there's a whole conspiracy. <laughs> Come not, here not and work. But you, whole, you mean building the infrastructure for a World Cup? Is that what we're talking correct. about? Correct. So okay. there's that issue. There's already ongoing human rights violations with the uh, cutter. There's the no way. There's man. the no potential way. bribing to have the World Cup in in uh, in Qatar. Cutter, however you I prefer to say is, it. So there is there's a. There's a lot about it, and a lot of people mm. are like, hey, this is BS. Mm. Uh, some players even saying they're not going to go. 
Those dudes probably weren't going to make the team anyway, (laughs) but... Yeah. You know what? I'm also protesting. I will not be playing on our national team in this World Cup. Good, you should. And so that's that's number one. Number two is uh, involving Ukraine, Russia, and then Iran. Well, uh, there's a, there's a lot going on with the the current war. There's people saying that Iran, yeah. because of their human rights violations against women protesting, that that they right. should be kicked out, and Ukraine should be added. It's 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 a lot. But you know what? That's the 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 letter specifically said, "quote Please, let's now focus on the football." Do not allow football to be dragged into every ideological or political battle that exists. End quote. Now, first of all, no, I would say, let it. That's that's you're on the world stage. Um, I I is just strategically speaking, uh, staying out of the politics game when you're in the sports game is smart. I, I think it's probably a good move. Now, strategically speaking. Telling your athletes to shut up and dribble to stay out of it. I think that's even worse. Okay. Correct. Now, I, look, when I say stay out of it, look, I, I am, of course, for high profile athletes using their platform to uh, aff- raise awareness, affect for, yeah. change, positive change. But with that, for every piece of positive change, you got a Kyrie Irving out there who's just, you know, refusing to apologize and saying, man, no, no, no. what a trip he has had. Well, he, you, well, remember when he was. Like into flat Earth th- for a hot minute. <laughs> I think the problem with him is he he, now gets, he gets high and watches YouTube videos, and then that becomes his reality. Yeah, I think that's yeah. that's the issue. Is he's he, just and he also does that thing where by being quiet, you think he's smart and and poignant, but he's really just doesn't understand things. He's just digging in and being a jackass. We'll get to Kyrie Irving. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. yeah look, I'm a, I'm I'm not against athletes, uh, you know, using their platform, but uh, oftentimes you find them to be ill-informed, uh, and I ju- I don't just mean those who might have a different ideology than I, just people who don't know facts. Uh, but telling them <laughs> not not to be political, that's also a, a bad look, FIFA. So. Sure, and we we've probably had it in radio. I I remember one particular instance because oh, no. I. I uh, I was playing, I used to be on a classic rock station here, and I would do a very, like, shock jockey show, but uh, a guy called and said, music is about music, man, and just playing and having a good time, mm-hmm. and you're getting political, and, mm-hmm. and these musicians... I don't and, like that. He was making a whole point of, shut up and play the music. We don't want to hear your political opinion. Artists and bands, they don't do it. You shouldn't do it as a disc jockey, but the fun part was is I had the end of the Who's Won't Get Fooled Again, and then I started playing the Beatles. Uh, it was like revolution. But music is very political. Oh, of course. Oh, rock and roll especially. In, in classic rock land. Yeah, like, and yeah. so that's... I just love that this dude was, was schooling me, and it's like, man, when you... It, it's weird that it's always like a plumber's apprentice telling <laughs> me not to have an opinion on politics to shut up and do my job, when it's like, well... But my job is to broadcast and talk mm. opinions. Your job is to unclog my toilet. So maybe you're the one that shouldn't have a political mm. opinion. I don't know. Shut up and play the hits, CJ. I will. Okay, no. Let's and there's nothing more on. hitting than a soccer ball against the goalpost. Give me some hot soccer gossip. It's the corner kick. We have breaking soccer news a week later. Yeah. It has now openly been reported. But uh, over the weekend, I saw a bunch of uh, LAFC fans that were very upset uh, because they got, before this went public, they got emails if you're a season ticket holder uh, you get updated with information, and they were told for the MLS Cup Final 
They're, they have the best record, so they're hosting it at Bank of California Stadium. Mm, it's Bank of California. Bank? Oh, because it's B-A-N-C. Bank yeah. of California. That's some weird, like, Nazis hiding money stuff, isn't it? <laughs> anytime I, I don't see, know. Anytime I see these, like... If I'm, a, if I'm in, the, in, the, in the market for a new bank, I would just like for you to spell it correctly, you know? Yeah. Like that, I guess you're more in the numbers game than the letters game. But I'm just not here with, to buy euros, yeah. pal. It's like I wouldn't bank at, uh, you know, the, the uh, University Federal Limp Biscuit chain. Yeah. Like, they put in a, a fun letter change. That doesn't work for me, so spell it correctly. It seems anyway. suspicious. Sorry. Uh, Anyhow, uh, they have a... It is... Uh, their big match, a championship, could be coming to L.A. And, yeah, we're a little disappointed, as we learned yesterday, talking to our Philadelphia insider, Alex Gervasi, that, like, people in Philadelphia don't, don't care, care about the union. They don't care that Philly could win a title. They, they could win a title. She's like, what? Uh, so it's a little frustrating, but uh, soccer, especially uh, MLS, took another big hit over the weekend because these people are pissed on Twitter. Why? Uh, because they were told uh, that they cannot park in or around the Bank of California Stadium mm. before their championship match against the number one team from the East, the Philadelphia Union, uh, no tailgating, no parking. You will have to bus in or get an Uber or get a lift or they're setting up shuttles, but you can't park here. Why come? How Even come? though season holder, a lot There's, of... Yeah, the, you got a parking pass. You, you have should. a pass and you have a spot. Uh, they're not allowed to do it because what is right next to the bunk uh, of California Stadium? Uh, the the old what is it the the California Olympic Stadium? <laughs> uh, the USC has a home football game. Oh, so because USC is that the Coliseum? The Coliseum. That's what yeah. I was looking for. Uh, yeah. USC has a home football game. They get game. all the parking? They get priority. But don't <laughs> worry. I get it because, you know, it's college football is still big. Yeah. It, let's not lie. It's a huge thing. I've sure. heard that. I've it's heard an that. MLS. It's an MLS championship game. But 7-1 and one USC are competing to win the Pac-10. They're competing to maybe get a spot in college football playoffs. So when they welcome the... Three and five California Golden Bears to their stadium. Mm. They're going to need the fans ready to go, right? Of course. Um, when they, by the way, welcome Cal to play at the Coliseum, it will be a full six and a half hours after the start of the soccer match. Oh, so the the parking lot's already closed, even though it's that much later. That's yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's so uh, it is. It is a real slap in the face to to soccer fans, and you know. The the pragmatic part of me is like, well, they probably this was probably already established well ahead of time because you know what happens to call you you sell spots to tailgate to donors right. and blah blah. We blah, didn't blah, know blah. until a week ago that LAFC was going to be in sure, there, so. but uh, but yeah, for a professional sport playing for Look, man, a title, you're in to, Los Angeles, to, don't you? You already know parking is a nightmare. Okay, it's like it's it's an all out war out there. It's, it's terrible. Why do they? We're over here, so I, but why do they, uh, why isn't the MLS Cup in a destination location, like the Super Bowl? You know what I mean? Like, I, it, it doesn't seem fair to me that LA, if it was a series and you did one game in LA, one in Philly, whatever, the, like, but no, it's a, it's a one-off. It should be in, bah. Yeah, even Jerry in the, World. Uh, the Euros do that, um, 
or not the yeah. Euros. I'm sorry, the the uh, Champions League. But put it in a put it in a you know a, a destination location, neutral I, field. I think maybe it'll get there someday, yeah. but right now it's still the you know uh, the big part of winning the regular the supporter shield the regular season is you get home home field, home field advantage yeah. the whole way. Okay, but there well, you go, go USC. I guess enjoy home field and no parking.